the volume. Lucha! 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 Welcome to the sessions, everybody. Lucha style today. I have got on Samurai Del Sol, formerly known as Kalisto in uh, WWE. Manny, just a, a just a gentleman. Great human being. Um, I was really happy to have him on just to reconnect. I've not been able to see him in a while, so it was really fun to just kind of catch up. He has been through it. Oh my gosh, just like physically, emotionally, mentally, more than anything on the physical side of things. He got hit with COVID really, really bad. It really affected him. So he's just been, you know, rebuilding himself essentially since since everything that he has been through. I mean, whether it's getting back in the ring, working on his CBD company that he has with Mercedes Monet, um, to his time going to Japan, Pakistan, Poland. Um, he's been kind of everywhere, just getting booked and busy and uh, getting more Samurai Del Sol into the world. Uh, but yeah, just like such an optimistic, sweet, happy person. I honestly don't think that I've ever seen him in a bad mood or like mad or he's just always he's always happy he's a good vibe to be around that's for damn sure so hopefully you guys will uh enjoy this interview with uh with manny with samurai del sol uh he really gets into everything physically that he's been through um and kind of takes us on that that journey with him of of what that peak covid time looked like i know we don't really like talking about those covid times anymore we like to put all that stuff in the past but it's such a it's such a big part of his story and where he's at now and making that bounce back, coming back stronger, better, faster, all of those great things. Um, so guys, here he is. Without further ado, this is Samurai Del Sol, Kalisto, Manny, whatever you want to call the man. Here he is. <laughs> I'm so pumped to have you on today. You and I have been talking for some time about getting your ass here on the session. <laughs> Guys, I am joined by Samurai Del Sol, Manny, formerly known as Kalisto. How are you doing? Good, good. I'm grateful, super grateful. I wake up every morning and just super grateful seeing the sun and the air and everything. I'm just uh, everything what I've been through. Uh, which I would love to tell you. <laughs> I would love I, to delve into that stuff. I'm super grateful. You and um, I had been talking yeah. about everything that you went through, I guess yeah. kind of just uh, as you got on the other side of it, or you were starting to get healthy and started to talk yeah. about what all went down. Um, you know, we've obviously spent time uh, during the duration of this, this podcast existed during COVID. That was mm -hmm. kind of the heartbeat of, I think a lot of people starting podcasts, but during that time, everyone's getting sick. Some people worse than others. And of course you were one of those people. Um, yeah. Talk to me about what went down because it's crazy. After me getting uh, released from WWE, like I was in a, like, I'm, I'm going to get back on the grind. I'm, I'm motivated. It just hit me out of nowhere. I waited two weeks because I didn't want to pay a damn hospital bill. <laughs> sure. No. Oh, so, my God. Uh, like, what a reality that is. God. That was my mistake because I was starting to be like, uh, I was like delusional. Like my brain was frying oh and uh, my wife too was sick but she wasn't sick as as me uh my fever would not go down i was literally coughing off blood every day for the past two weeks i guess i passed out a couple of times i hit my head and 
Holy I was shit. white. I was blue. Yeah. I, I didn't tell anybody, like not even my parents. And they were even pissed off when once I, they found out. Why were you but, keeping uh, it so under wraps? What happened? Why weren't you telling anybody? I don't like showing my medical history to the world. And I don't want like, you know, I, I just don't want I don't want any sympathy or anything. I, I, I just I'm a private person. Like yeah. I can take care of myself. I can do this. But man, it scared the it scared the shit out of me. At the time of the hospital, they were going to put me in the coma. And uh, my wife said, no, because he's not going to come back. He's going to die. Like his heart's stopping. They need to revive me. I'm like, what the hell's going on? So You had to be it, revived? They didn't, but they, they say that I came back. I don't know what happened. But my heart oh my stopped gosh. and then it came back. And it, it was like three times. So I was like um, in and out of that. And I, I was just didn't, I just didn't know what was going on. I was just super tired and I wanted to sleep. But uh, oh apparently uh, what my wife was telling me was like really bad. And I ended up staying in the ER for two and a half months. Every day I was on close watch because my heart kept stopping. It was so scary because I was alone. Like nobody, my, not even my wife couldn't visit me. I was really bad, man. And uh, only a few people knew, only a few, not much. But um, I got out and I just remember me brushing my own teeth at home and crying. Like my wife's like, why are you crying? I'm like, I'm brushing my own teeth for the first time. It feels so good. Why do you think that it hit you so hard? Did they give any I reasoning don't... as to why it affected you more than, than it would maybe somebody else? It just happened, I guess. And but also too, like in my mindset and everything, what I was going through, I was already set for retirement because I'm like, man, I don't think I have the lung power. I don't like I tried uh, walking outside. I couldn't even breathe. And I was like, man, like because I already had like like uh, light asthma. And this was like, oh, man, I developed blood clots in my lungs, my high blood pressure. I almost had diabetes on top of that. Uh, it was just crazy. Like it, it was a really life scare. But uh Man, getting out. How scary, too, to just go from being this like athlete that you are, yeah. and we see the capacity in which your body operates. I see that you take care of your body. Like you are somebody yeah. that's like this finely tuned specimen. And then to be like, oh my God, I might have to retire because the things yeah. you just rattled off happened. Like, what? Like, holy 180. That's awful. Once I got out of the hospital, three weeks later, I'm like having dinner with my wife. My phone rings. It's Tony Khan. We talked and uh, he offered me a match with FTR. I'm excited. I'm not even thinking of me being sick. <laughs> and I hung up. I looked at my wife like, what the hell did I just do? I just got out of the hospital. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't. So everything's running through my mind. Everything was just hitting me. I'm like, I went to the bathroom. I literally started like bawling. I'm like, man, can I do this? Like, you know what? I'm going to roll the dice on this. I'm like. Like, babe, you need to support me in this. I'm like, well, she was kind of mad at me. It's like, no, your heart, you need to stop. Like, like, this is a sign. Like, no, this is a sign too. Because my very first major injury back in 2011, I, I messed up my head really bad. And right. I had the same scenario. I had, seriously, I had a drink and I'm like, whoa, WWE called me for a tryout. Let's keep going. So I had to tell FTR. I worked with them for a long time. They took care of me. That's why they're the best. They're the best. And uh, that's why I'm forever grateful for them because I told them, like, hey, if, if I have a heart attack or anything, just roll me underneath the ring. Oh, my God. Yeah, pin me. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> I didn't so even tell crazy. Anybody. I didn't even tell anybody about this. But um, that's why I felt so emotional. And um, I had to pray to my friend. I called him Harper. 
the day before was the Day of the Dead, El Dia de los Muertos. So since tradition, we pray, we always pray to our loved ones and our friends, you know. Me, when I first went up on the road, I mean, many people don't know, we bonded. He kind of helped me mentally too, like, hey man, it's going to be cool. He's your first tour in WWE, like, like the boys will know the boys, you know. And uh, I had that cool, strong connection with him, like, hey, Dragon Gate, buddy. Hey, Dragon Gate, because we were in Dragon Gate. So it kind of hit me there because I kind of, like us Latinos, we pray a lot. And uh, it kind of felt right for the first time. Like, you know what, I, I, let me, like his, his uh, I felt his presence. Like to me, it was like, man, when you helped me the first time I got on the road in WWE, like mentally, I kind of felt the same there because I didn't feel scared because I was in a way. I'm like, man, I'm going to have a heart attack in that ring. <laughs> I'm like, man. But uh, no, everything went well. FCR took care of me. I was like surprised. At the end of that match, I just started bawling. I'm like, oh, my God. I went to my room. I didn't even think. I'm like, oh. I had to do an emotional tweet, man. I'm like, oh. Making that return, wrestling FTR, having that, yes. like, emotional moment with those guys. So what happens after that? After the match? Uh, so after the match, uh, went back to my room. Got super emotional again. Um, because... I'm like, holy shit, I I survived. I'm alive. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, like it was a risk, but I took it as a sign. I always see things as a sign. Yeah. So I'm always I'm always open to things. Like I'm uh so when I see numbers, I have this like, for example, I'm picture on my phone that says number one, just okay. in case. Like I was throwing out the garbage. I'm like, man, number one, number one. I'm like, wow, I see it. So I'm always seeing signs. So to <laughs> me, uh do you ever like look up what that means when you see the same number all the time? Oh yeah, the meaning, the affirmation, what it means uh, uh, in relationship, in um, in work, in everything. Mm-hmm. It means everything. So um, to me, again, like when after the match, um, I went back to my room and I got super emotional and and um, of course I. I wanted to pray because uh, the day before was the Dia de los Muertos, Day of the Dead. And uh, something that we do, we pray. And I did that tweet uh, to Harper, which I always call him Harper. I never call him John. Funny, he's yeah. always like, man, Manny, don't ever call me John. There's a fucking John Moxley here. <laughs> I swear <laughs> to God. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, by the way, can my son have your mask? Yeah, bro. Here you go, dog. That's the day yeah. I gave him the mask. But yo, bro, anytime. But, uh, like my relationship with him, like was special because to me, uh, the boys know the boys. And uh, when I first got on the road, he helped me out mentally because I was nervous. I didn't know. And since I knew him since Dragon Gate, he kind of helped me out. I'm like, wow, it's cool. I kind of felt had the same feeling when I went there too. And I'm like, that's why I had to do that pray. And I just didn't know it was going to affect so much people the wrong way. Or uh, it was just heartbreaking to me. Um, I just Wait, what do you mean? What do you mean? I misspelled his name. Uh, oh, right. You yeah. Put, you put an H in it. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I wasn't even thinking. I was just really crying when I was tweeting. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. But I mean, because you know, I'm like, man, I'm alive. And I went to sleep. Uh, and then I woke up. I saw what was happening. And it's just like, ah, uh, man, it's just I just felt sad. But. Other than that, um, I mean, it's such a, you know, it's a pretty harmless mistake for people to get upset about that. I get it. But also, like, 
I don't know. You know how many times even like your phone auto corrects something on yeah. you? Yeah. Something like that can happen. Like I know. I was just emotional. I was yeah. crying. I was just grateful. I was alive. But again, like nobody knows the other side of my story that I literally almost died. And three weeks later, I'm wrestling in AEW and I had to tell FTR. Like my lungs were burning. There were, I was spitting out blood still. I was still oh on gosh. oxygen machines back at home. And I was actually going to bring my oxygen machine. Uh, that was the only request I was trying to see. I have a machine on my brain just to help me breathe, but I didn't really tell them why. <laughs> and uh, it was requested that I had to carry my oxygen machine because I couldn't breathe. Wow. And um, I, actually, I couldn't even walk as much, too. But I, I coffee, what else? Uh, pre-workout, whatever it took for me to get that energy <laughs> and a couple Advil and CBD just for me to go through the match and because I was yeah. like nervous that I was going to have a heart attack in the ring. How were you feeling like during the match? I mean, you, you know, um, spitting up, coughing up. My, blood, my lungs but... were burning. They were burning. It was just like, uh, it's like riding a bike. It was like yeah. riding a bike. Cause when I was in there, it was just like, okay, go, go boom, do, do what I have to do. But at the same time, I, I just felt burning a little bit. I'm like, when the final move happened, I'm like, Oh, it's done. <laughs> it's like it's, it's hard done. too because you don't really have a style that that like lends itself to like rest spots, so to speak. Like when you go, right. you're going, going, going that whole match. You're not gonna, you know, put someone in a headlock to catch your breath. I managed to pull through, but it, again, I felt grateful. But at the end, I just felt heartbroken because my moment I felt alive again. It was like overshadowed by that tweet, and it's just yeah. like, which I don't care. Twitter's Twitter no more. Like. Yeah. Um. That's why I never tweet as much. <laughs> I never like. Um. Even if I stole something, like ah, no, you know, whatever. Right. But uh, again, I'm grateful. I just want. I'm grateful. I'm alive. I just want to keep going. I'm not gonna let this stop me. And uh, I just told myself that always lucha, 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 and it's right and it's true. Always yeah. lucha, always fight, keep yeah. going. And so, uh, like, it's just so crazy to me that you were like in the hospital for like two and a half months, like so sick with COVID. To come yeah. out, have this opportunity to like have this new lease on life. Yeah. Do you still feel that way? I mean, you must when you have a brush like that. Right now, I, I do feel like I'm alive again. I feel like a second chance in life. Things happen for a reason. There is a reason why that happened because it makes me better. It makes me grateful. It, it made me even grateful to do the small things that I I. Like I forgot, like the little things, like watering my plants and yeah, yeah, going, yeah. Going, out, going for a walk, and and uh, grateful my family still healthy, and and I, just little little things like that. It just made yeah. me realize, and that's why I just keep going. And and I like helping everywhere I go. I like I like helping all the wrestlers. I like, I like helping them. Um, okay, these are the basics, and I just like the, to get into WWE. I just I like helping a lot, no matter what. Yeah, but. For a while, I did feel like the door did close for me to get bookings after that. Uh, I, I did kind of went into the depression for a bit. And uh, oh, do you think that all because of a tweet? I don't know. I think, well, I couldn't get work. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, that seems so like, I don't remember what the tweet was, but it was just something very positive about John Huber. And just because you put an H in his name, like people like had like wanted your head on a stake. Like that seems so excessive to me because that's all you did. Right. You tweeted like yeah. thanking him or like that you were thinking of him or something like that. Right. Yeah. But I mean, it. I can see like like, I don't know, some people thought it was like for clout. 
I just always say, like, the boys know the boys. It's okay. I mean, the kids are not there. The families are not there. The wives, the husbands are not there. Whatever, you know. I just felt heartbroken. And I'm like, you know what? I just pushed it aside. Let's keep going no matter what. Yeah. Because I didn't let that stop me after my depression. That I Because yeah. I had to reevaluate my life, reevaluate my thoughts, my mind. Everything that I've been through, that I worked for. It was just like I felt it was taken away. But again... Lucha. <laughs> so how do you pick up. yourself up from that? I mean, even when you mention like, you know, you're released from WWE and then you get hit with COVID as badly as you did. So like mentally you're struggling, physically mm-hmm. you're struggling and now you're mentally struggling again. How do you pick up those pieces to kind of get on with it? Is it just like one day at a time? Was there like a mantra that you had? Like, how did you kind of get yourself back on track? It's hard. I feel like when you when that like depression hits and it just sucks you down like yeah. a riptide, like hard to pull yourself out of that. I just have to put one foot forward and I work on it every day until it became a habit. And it, until I make it a habit, until I force myself to uh, uh, be better on top of all the medication that I was taking, I was taking heavily medication that made me develop crazy acne. And that's why I wrestle with a shirt on and that's still kind of clearing up from that which is that was an everyday thing and i'm still taking i'm still taking medication till this day just to uh clear myself but i'm good i'm good to go but i'm still taking medication but what is the medication medication like for your lungs or something or like my yeah just for my lungs and for my acne uh for my um just the little stuff that i that i have complications still uh, I feel like doors are opening. I f- I'm hungry again. And if it wasn't me taking that step, I would just give up. I would have lost everything because yeah. I was already like tapped out and emotional and tapped out here. What were the conversations uh, you were having with your wife during all of this of like trying to figure out, am I going to stay as a professional wrestler? Am I going to try to find more bookings? Starting the CBD company with Mercedes. And yeah. we'll get into that in a second too. But like, what were those conversations that you're having with your wife, Abby? I mean, Abby, she's my everything. She's uh, my rock. Yeah, it's, it's it was just a conversation. Like, she was like, okay, what's next? What are you going to do? I could go back, uh, me being a life skills instructor for the mentally disabled, like a special ed teacher. I mm-hmm. did that on the side. And I love doing that, too. But uh, I also felt like I have to do this. Like, it's it's in my blood. I have to keep going. Like, just when I was a kid, when I first saw wrestling, I felt I was going to be in that ring. Yeah. And just having that same feeling, like I had to tell Abby, I'm like, man, I have to do this no matter what. I can't explain it. I'm here on this earth for this reason. Now I want to give back. I want to help. I want to create something that uh, I've been building on. And uh, I'm glad that uh, Mercedes is part of the team now with the CBD. And why? Because I'm a big, big fan of getting healthy and living a long life. Yeah, what were what was like sort of like the seedlings for you guys to like decide that you wanted to start your own CBD company? You guys were just both big CBD users and fans to begin with, and then you wanted to kind of harness it on your own. It all happened with a misdiagnosis from my wife Abby. Uh, she was misdiagnosed with a brain tumor. Oh shit! So I was on the road, waiting for the results, not knowing with if Abby was going to die or not. And, uh, Holy shit! Like, <laughs> oh my god! So I'm on, I'm on the road. Hey, Lucha, you know, whatever, doing my thing, and you know, I wonder if they're gonna tell me the results or if Abby has a brain tumor or not. So, we got the results. It was just the damn gluten allergy. After what? The fourth, yeah, the fourth doctor 
we went to the first doctor and it's like, oh, we want to do surgery. Nope. Second doctor. Nope. Third doctor. Nope. So yeah, it was just like a misdiagnosis. And like, you know what? Your your wife's just like gluten allergy. They want to do all this surgery, this damn I mean, thing. that's a pretty big like gap. Yeah. Like, holy shit, brain tumor to like maybe let's get you some gluten-free bread or pasta. Like, or oh my god, I know there's more to it than that, obviously, but like holy shit. Oh yeah. But that's why I smartened up and like, you know what? You gotta be your own damn doctor. Isn't yeah. it so scary how much Very scary. like faith and trust we put into the medical field that you well, they're Very. doctors, they know what the answer is. And it's like, no, they like a lot, like get other opinions and like do exactly. some research yourself, not on WebMD, but like mm-hmm. finding the other ways to like to educate yourself. That's the reason too, like uh we decided, well, after that, we cleaned out our whole fridge. Like, you know what? So you won't be by yourself. I'll go gluten allergy with you, gluten free, whatever. Like we hold good husband uh, right there. We both have crazy high inflammation, so let's just change our diet. And uh, we did like a liquid diet for like three days. But after what, what that, were you having? Like juices, like fruit juices, vegetable yeah. juice, broth. Yeah, like the juices. Like you just order like a bunch of juices, and yeah, like, you know, you just juice out <laughs> like crazy. Yeah, that's but, hard. Uh, after three days, I think is like the max that I could go and I would be miserable after that was like 72 hours. But when we started started eating, it was like the best food in the world. And I I just started jotting down like, all right, cool. Now I could jot down like what I'm eating. And with Abby, she just got better. And with me, I just got super fucking shredded. (laughs) I'm like, wait a minute. This is the only thing I had to do. Just change my like. I just go to gluten free and then just change my diet. I'm like it's a damn gluten, yeah. but it it made me better. It made me hungrier. Like I was waking up at four in the morning, working out six times a day. Six times a I, day, Manny. That's I, crazy. You know how crazy I am. <laughs> so I started from five in the morning and I ended at ten. I don't know because I had one vision. I I had one vision to go to Vince's office. Hey Vince, I'm back. What's up? Holy shit! Wow. His reaction is like, God damn, you're fucking <laughs> <rich."> <laughs> so funny. Oh man. Uh, um, you know what? And one thing too, like I'm seeing that they brought the Latino World Order. I thought that was pretty cool. Yes, agreed. Yeah. So between like Latino World Order, obviously all the stuff that they're doing with Ray and Dominic. Um, what did you think of Ray going into Hall of Fame? Oh, I think it was great. It was long overdue. I yeah. Mean, dope. I told him he's the greatest mask of all time. And I, I'm the greatest lucha of all time. <laughs> it has to be this match one day. He's like, man, that's pretty good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm really proud of him. And I'm proud of Dominic. And um, it's bittersweet. I'm happy that it's finally happening. But for a really long time, I was always advocating for the Latinos. There is some kind of sadness that I'm not part of it. But I'm also happy and I'm grateful that they're they're starting it and they're yeah. they're doing it you know um i did all the red carpets i was like one of the first latinos to uh go out there and just push and i, I had to ask per- permission to vince like hey vince let me go out there man let's get the latino community out there let's get them talking i was grateful for that i was i was really grateful for that i did all the red carpets all the latin grammys i think you can like speak too of like the passion that Latino fans bring to professional wrestling. Yeah, I mean, yeah. obviously it's such a huge part of the culture to begin yeah. with, but like to what that fan base really brings to the table, it's huge. Oh. Like, I mean, how, you know, you got to tap into that. So huge. Again, I was just so grateful to being part of all of that and uh, just talking all WWE and, and getting the chance to tour in Mexico with my U.S. title and having a little girl dressed like me saying, hey, <laughs> you motivated me 
to lucha but i'm not a wrestling fan but you motivated me to be a doctor i'm like what oh, oh my goodness but yeah so hey, i always remember that story it's like man but yeah everywhere i go it's like now it's like oh i've seen you on the red carpets i see you in the latin grammys like it's great that now like the latinos are getting more notice and uh every everyone you know everyone's yeah. different and again i'm very proud of ray and dominic for everything that he's doing and it's really great. I mean, again, everybody's different, and and there will never be another Eddie. Just like there will be sure. never be another Ray. It's kind of cool to see like what can everyone bring to the table differently, and it's yeah. great to see that. Yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely yeah. awesome. I got an opportunity to train as a coach on an NXT. Seeing that view from that side, man, I learned a lot more. <laughs> I learned. Okay. I, yeah, I, I produced two matches. It was Who great. Who are you working yeah. with? Me, Terry Taylor, and Norman as producers. Yeah, so great. From that view and producing a match, it was great. I learned yeah. so much. It's so and funny how that is in wrestling, as much as like you can have the thing that you do. And if you're the wrestler, for me being like the broadcaster doing interviews, like there's always a different viewpoint that you just get so much more knowledge yes. from. Whatever and, that may oh, be. Yeah. And it's like, even like, you know, if I step in the ring and I do an interview in the ring and it's like, it's obviously much different than doing it in the back. Now I've got to react to the crowd. And now, if, you know, you're finding the hard cam. Like there's so many different things to react to, but like being able to sit in the TV truck and like gain that knowledge. There's just so many different hats that you can wear. Um, and I, I feel like honestly in pro wrestling, really more than any other avenue of entertainment, I feel like there's just always something to learn. You never know it all. Never. Exactly. And you, that's what makes you better. And you'll be, you, you learn from the other side of the business and it makes yeah. you better. And it made me learn from my mistakes too. And like, man, okay. So it just made me realize so much and I learned so much. What was something that you learned from like that <sighs> producer side of things that you're like, oh, I would have produced myself differently doing this. I'm a hands-on person. So when I was uh, in there, uh, I like, I like showing the move and bumping for them and like, this is how you do it. This and that. Like, the stuff they're doing now is like, man, it's it's great being on that side of on the producing team. It made me realize, like, man, if I was producing myself, I would be like, be more happy, like jump or do something at this time or lucha lucha at this right time. And uh, I will correct myself mm. and my timings from the beginning to the end. That's what I would do. I would yeah. uh, if I was critiquing myself, seeing my own self back when I first started and then seemed like, don't be nervous. It's you got hard it. to produce yourself. Some people it are is, really is, great right? at was... it. And like, cause I think I'm good at giving advice to other people, but like, I never, like I'm, I can't, I don't see myself in that lens. Right. It's some, it's sometimes hard for me to produce myself a little bit. Like I, I would have said to myself, more character, more character. There you go. You got it. That's actually how I scream. Like, there you go. You got it. And I was actually <laughs> screaming. And I lost my voice the whole time. I'm like, man, I was, like, I was really, really excited to work with everybody in NXT. Yeah. So now, so cool. I mean, I've seen, you know, in the last like little while from being able to to work in Japan, of course, being able to work in Poland, like you've been able to go on the like the Lucha World Tour. You're taking this thing global. Um, How have those experiences been for you working in Poland and working out in Japan? Oh, it makes me hungry. Because seeing the crowd and screaming lucha, lucha, still seeing the kids and like, man, it's just so, I can't give that up. It's like, they're rooting for me. Like they're counting on me. I can't let them down. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel. Because when they scream lucha, lucha, it's like, they're telling me to fight. They're motivating me. And it's worldwide. Even when I went to Pakistan, it's like, man. I went to Pakistan too. That's right. I forgot about Pakistan. Yeah. How are the crowds different in Pakistan and in Poland? They take it so seriously. It's so great. 
because when I went in there, I didn't I didn't expect like a huge event. It was a huge event. It, yeah. it, it was like a WrestleMania. Wow. So they had like 30,000 plus people and they had like fireworks. I had like crazy pyro. Get the like, pyro, baby. And I'm like, yo, I, you gave me more pyro than my first WrestleMania. I'm like, well, <laughs> the coffee came out. <laughs> so like, yeah, I had a little rocket. But you guys gave me so much fire. And I'm like, oh my God, it was pretty cool. And again, uh, Lucha's universal and it's, it's motivating me a lot. Just hearing that, coming back from that, traveling around the world, going to Japan. Another thing too, when I went to Japan, I'm expecting quiet because it was long overdue. I, I was supposed to go to Japan a long time ago before WWE, but I had to cancel so much uh, because of other promises and it, I just had to cancel. Yeah. So I went with WWE in Japan just one time and I was hoping like, man, I really wanted to make a statement, make an impact there in Japan. Yeah. I made an impact everywhere else, but not Japan. But now when I got there, my mindset was like, okay, they're going to be quiet. I got to be ready. No, man. They started clapping. Like, oh, awesome. Wait a minute. So it's like, again, it makes me hungry. It makes me feel alive. It makes me, again, feel like a second chance. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, speaking about making an impact in Japan, of course, you were over there with Mercedes when she made her oh, debut yeah. in New Japan. What yeah. was that like? I mean, obviously, you guys have such a close relationship. And for you to be able to be over there with her as she makes this like new gigantic leap in her career. I'm so, so beyond proud of her because she knows what she wants and she's she's a go-getter. Mm -hmm. And that motivates me too because we motivate each other. Being in the crowd and seeing New Japan, I, again, I have that, like like I had my trial in WWE. I'm, I'm looking around like, man, I can be here. <laughs> it's like, you know, this is that feeling like that, that, uh, that push within me that I can do it. I can do it. But being there, and seeing her debut, man, everything was like, wow. Going to the back, everything, just meeting everybody. Man, it was just so surreal. And it was just so surreal for her and everything she's accomplishing even more. On top of that, and we have the best CBD product in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Which it, it's really, again, we've been working so hard on top of that. And we're we nonstop either we're wrestling or we're like either nonstop talking about business, uh, the CBD, yeah. that this and this happened. We're going to do this new product or something, whatever it is that we're talking about, CBD, Candela, we're always on call. And um, we we're actually talking earlier, but um, yeah, like she's always, always grinding and that motivates me. On top of that, like she's she's great. What is like the origin story of you guys becoming such good friends? How did this all kind of start? I can't remember, to be honest. It was NXT. It was just NXT. Yeah, like I feel like I just always like think of you two as like synonymous pals. Like you guys are always together. We both love the same thing. We both love Lucha Libre. We both love to practice everywhere, wherever I'm at. It's like, hey, I'm going to go down there and practice. All right, cool. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all that. Like, she's my neighbor. And uh, when Abby always makes... Mexican food or salsa. I was like, all right, I'm there. Like, all right, cool. Come oh, on hell over. yeah. <laughs> so I wish you were my neighbor. I'd jump on that. <laughs> and it's just so funny because like uh, we have the same goal. We have the same goal and uh, we're both goal getters and we just clicked. We clicked and uh, we were always road buddies. Me, Mercedes, Apollo, Bailey. Man, we were just like, we're Good family. Crew. And um uh, we just clicked and we love the same thing. We have the same passion and we have the same passion about CBD too. And just living a long, healthy lifestyle. 
Hey guys, thanks for coming to hang out here on the sessions. A friendly reminder that you can hang out with me in more than one place because I'm also on AMP. Just download the app, come hang out with us Tuesdays and Thursdays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. Just get a little more sessions in your life. We all need it. Talk to me about the CBD because I also love CBD. What makes your CBD so top tier? We have the vegan monk fruit gummies. They're our number one top sellers. I started with a CBD protein and that one took me, uh, I mean, besides my gummies and everything else, it, it did took me like three and a half ish or three years to perfect it because I tried the best and the worst. Yeah. So we know what's the best and we know what's the worst out there. Me being really crit- critique, like how I am in my mask and designing yeah. and all that stuff. I want the best. We have to spend to make the best product sure. yeah i and bet i'm like oh my god i'm like is that scary is that a little bit scary, scary when you're starting a business and you're like please oh let this god. work it was so scary but you know what it was so rewarding because at the end we won the best up-and-coming cbd oh like my the, gosh the, the, the best up-and-coming business cbd in the world good for you guys and when uh, mercedes came to our business man like we clicked and we have the same mindset. It's like, this is what, what is candela? What does that mean? To give light. Okay. It's short for candle. Okay. Uh, to feel light, to feel peace. That's what candle is. It's like we give light to the world. But yeah, we worked really hard and our vegan gummies are our number one seller. At WrestleCon, I handed out a lot of them to yeah, the wrestlers. Like, because uh, a lot of them are hitting me up right now and they're coated in monk fruit and they're vegan. Sometimes it's, I forget to have CBD. Like I always have it in my backpack and I, 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 it's such, every time I use CBD, I'm like, oh yes, I love CBD. Right, right, right. And then I kind of forget. I have like some good CBD teas at home too that are really nice. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I like to we're mellow getting, it out a little a bit. We're getting, uh, it's like a wellness line, a fitness line, and a health line. We're expanding worldwide. We're just, it takes time. <laughs> it takes sure. Time. Oh my God. Everything That's takes time. 100%. Do things right. We want to do yeah. things right. We're our number one, and we're always busy. So last night we were just doing so many shipments of orders of the vegan gummies, and those are again our number one sellers. So you guys sell uh, the gummies? Do you guys do like the droppers and stuff too? You kind yes, of do it we all. Do. Uh, this is one of them. This is a citrine, orange, and mango taste. Oh, that there. sounds nice. So I put this in my um, my food and my rice cakes. It, it brings down inflammation or you're at home. You don't want to feel like that too. Then, okay, cool. It brings it down too. And a lot of people don't know that. Oh, and that's why that. I'm more passionate about that too. Not only inflammation, but it all helps you too uh, with anxiety, with stress. Yeah, with I like sleep. it for that. I like to take a yeah. little edge off when I get on the plane. That's the big oh, yeah. one for me. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. And it helps you too. drops under the tongue. And then if your back is hurting, oh, that's going to help you. You're going to feel yeah. like a million bucks. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. So I'm always I always like giving my product because I like people trying it first and then they come back. Like, That's wow, always the best way, me. right? Let people try yeah. it. Like I was saying, it's like I always kind of like forget to use CBD, but I do really like it. It's very yeah. good. I'm sure at this point everybody knows that CBD and THC are different. Do we need to explain exactly. that? Does everybody know that already? I feel like everyone already knows that, right? Yeah, I mean CBD comes from a THC plant. It becomes hemp when they extract it, and then CBD. It's not for everybody. Like a lot of people know about it. A lot. What of is people, like the biggest complaint? Why would somebody not like CBD? I've not really heard because them they don't. They like um they think right away. I'm I'm gonna get high. I'm gonna right. do this. Uh, no, there are some CBD out there that are not good. That has a high 
uh, potency of THC, which is above the legal limit. Yeah. The legal limit is 0.3. And the tinctures, is, ours is lower than that. Okay. The vegan gummies have no THC at all, which that's yeah. why our, they're the, our number one. Yeah, I like um, that. Our CBD protein, which sold out already, uh, I'm still coming up with another one. That one, ha again, no no THC, it's just pure CBD. Um, but yeah, it, again, it, it comes from a THC plant, a wheat plant. When they extract it, it becomes hemp. Then it becomes CBD. Okay. A little science behind it. What do you guys make? Where's yours come from? Our manufacturer right now is in Daytona. Okay. Yeah. So that's a good thing. Like we could, I could just drive an hour yeah. away. Yeah. Nice up, and close. Which I actually got to go next Tuesday and uh, come up with some new stuff. So I'm so actually you, excited. You are so like motivated. You are like booked and busy doing a, a million different things. What is on your to-do list right now? Is like the main focus um, working on Candela? Is it? getting booked on more wrestling stuff like where are you at yes all of the above uh candela is number one of course if i'm always on call of anything if i need to go ship something real quick or uh, i need to answer some emails or whatever it is i'm always i'm always on my phone answering emails either if yeah. it's not cbd candela or or answering emails or i'm answering other emails with bookings and opportunities uh for so you're always stuff. on your phone is what you're saying yeah and uh i got two actually two cool opportunities uh last time i did uh the the red carpet for the spider-man movie premiere oh cool I, I did that one i did um the love thor and thunder Okay. Uh, I did that one with Abby. It was pretty cool. Um, so I'm I'm doing stuff like that, like doing premieres, little red carpets. There's an, uh, another one too um, that I did um, uh, called Green Ghost. It was in Texas. It was like this oh. base the door. Um, Danny Trejo was there. It was pretty cool. Oh, so I'm cool. basically I'm doing stuff like that. Um, trying to move around around the world. I was gonna box, but then that was when the COVID happened. <laughs> I was just I was training to box. How would why. that have gone? <laughs> I don't know, but uh, I my grandpa always wanted me to box. I'm like, mijo, uh, mucho dinero in boxing or baseball. I'm like, ah, no, no, no wrestling. I'm like, ah, come on, grandpa. I like wrestling. And uh, yeah, I kind of wanted to do it because of my grandpa. He always wanted yeah. me to box. Um, would you have worn your mask for that? Yes, that was the plan. Okay. That was, and I was going to, I had it designed and everything. I was training. Uh, with uh professionals i was training a couple, uh, a couple boxers in miami and texas uh yeah, Dude, put that back on the bucket hard. list go do it i know right i don't know if have you yeah like you could do it i mean <laughs> you know you try it worst case scenario you get no, beat up but you can handle it <laughs> and i still yeah I, there's so much i want to do like i still want to box i i, I want to compete in the uh, fitness too oh Wait, didn't you do, did you do like a GQ thing or something? Did that happen? Yeah. Yeah, sexy Manny. There he is. <laughs> it was cool. Like uh, getting that opportunity, I thought it was pretty That's surreal. Huge. It didn't really hit me until I got there in, in Mexico. And I'm like, all right, and then I did the shoots and I saw the photos. I'm like, wow, that's me. Oh, cool. <laughs> like really? what the, but again, I'm grateful for the opportunities. I made the best of it the opportunities to be in WWE, everything that I've done. 
yeah. with uh, Lucha Dragons, Lucha House Party. Lucha House Party had the most fun, too. Oh, my uh, gosh. Yeah. I, th- I yeah. think I called maybe more Lucha House Party matches yeah. <laughs> than just about anybody. Else. Yeah, that is so cool, <laughs> man. And, oh, uh, do you yeah, stay so- in touch with uh, with Lindsay and Grand Metalik? Oh, of course. All the time. Uh, Metalik is like always hitting me up like, hey, man, let's go training. I'm like, oh, bro, anything. He always loves to train. He was hitting me up. Yeah, uh, Lisa too. We're always uh, either training. He actually made me my uh, my top singlet for Japan. Oh wow! He, uh, yeah, he, it was really good. And on top of that, he's really good at making gear with yeah. stuff like that. Oh, and, awesome! What a skill yeah, to he, have. He helped me a lot. <laughs> yeah, but other than that, we keep in touch still. Same with Sincara here and there. Like, hey, amigo. What's oh, up? I got to see Sincara when we were in El Paso, I think. Oh, really? yeah, that's what Yeah, he came backstage, yeah, yeah, yeah. got to see him. He had a son with him. Yeah, it was uh, so good to see him. I know his kids. Miss are that guy. Good. That guy's a rascal. I know. <laughs> <laughs> good times. Good times. Good memories. I know. I know. So many good memories. Oh, well, dude, I'm so glad that you were like healthy, that you're feeling you. good, that you've got all these things that you're working on, all these different projects. Uh, I couldn't be happier for you, but I mean, more than anything, Thank I'm you. just so happy that you have your health because, yeah, I just, yes. I remember, you know, yeah. earlier on, I mean, it was a while ago when you told me that this had all kind of happened and you were keeping it under wraps for the, for the time being, but so glad that you're feeling good. I'm alive. I'm grateful. I'm ready to work anywhere. Again, I just feel like I, I do have a second chance in life. And I'm just grateful for every little thing, even the shirt that I'm wearing, everything, everything, yeah, yeah. everything. Nice oh. to get it. I mean, you go through some shit to be able to yeah. get that nice perspective, right? Um, which it always kind of sucks that you've got to be dragged through the mud in order to like appreciate all of those small little things. But yeah, you're here again, and like, you're doing I'm it. I'm glad it happened in a way. I'm glad I went through all of that shit yeah. because now it's making me better. It's making me wiser. I'm super grateful. I, I want to smile, even though I don't feel like smile every every day. But when I do, I'm like, I feel good. You know, yeah. like when you force a smile. And it's true when they say that. And it's a habit. People say you're supposed it to is. do that. Yeah. yeah like when you're having in a bad mood. day or something stressful, whatever, just force a smile. Well, when you're in a bad mood, that's the last thing you want to do. You're like, piss know, off. Right? Let me be mad. <laughs> Get Let out of here, mad. man. I know. Leave out. me alone. That's my, that's my goal. My Your beard's <laughs> very long right now. Look at this like bushy ah! beard you have going on. That's a, like a thick beard. Oh, wait. Uh, My beard was super long. It was like up to here when <laughs> I got out. Yeah, I swear. It, it felt like I had a bunch of pubes in my mouth. <laughs> and my mouth, like, man, like, it was so hard eating, too. I'm like, man, oh, my God, so of course. Oh. But at the end of the day, after everything that I've been through that led me to where I am now, yeah. I do want to write my book one day because my story that I've told to some people, they keep telling me that the same thing. Like, you should write that. I'm like, wow, you have such a story that like nobody knows. I mean, yeah, I'm like I only I've only told certain little bits of what I've been through that led me yeah. here. But they don't know, like the whole details of what I have went you through. been writing it. Have you been like putting pen to paper or typing it um, out or anything here and there? I like bullet points. Yeah. So I can remember what to write about. I'm kind of seeing my life as it goes to see my end goal because I do have a goal in mind. Can you say what it is? I'd rather show it. Okay. If I show it, it's more bittersweet and I'm going to work my ass off to get there. Well, I'm excited to see what it is. Whenever whenever it gets revealed (laughs) to the world, we'll get to see what it is. I'm alive again in a second chance in life, so I'm going to fight to get there. 
Well, Manny, I really appreciate you jumping on here with me again. I'm just so happy that things are are going well for you and that you're feeling good. Thank you so much. And I'll send you some CBD too for please. the pain. Yes. Yeah. Please. No. Get please. me through these flights. <laughs> I will. I will. Thank Help you. Help me out. I will. Hey, hopefully I will see you sometime yeah. down the line. I would love that. I'm so grateful. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Thank you Absolutely. so much. Absolutely. Thanks, Manny. Lucha, lucha. Lucha, lucha. Thank you to Manny for hopping on here with me. I'm really excited to see what other things pop up in his direction. I mean, we know what he uh, what he offers in the ring. He's such an insane athlete. Good energy, as I said right off the bat. And honestly, sometimes that's like the key. You want to be around good people on like a long work day. I like to be around the good people. Um, and he is one of those people. So book him. Book him. Get him out there. Reach out to the man. And check out Candela. I'm really excited to try their products. I really do need more CBD in my life. Like quite legitimately, I'm not saying that to blow smoke up his ass because he has his own CBD company. I really do keep a CBD in my backpack and then I like get on the plane and then just like forget to take it. But my life is always better when I remember to take it. So I'm going to go take some now. What if I take some now? I'm going to go get on the treadmill right now. I wonder how CBD and a workout go hand in hand. I'm going to find out. It doesn't really make you want to take a nap. It just kind of takes the edge off. It doesn't make you sleepy. It just makes you, like, peaceful. I'm going to give it a whirl. Maybe it maybe it will just make me lighter on my feet. Maybe I'll crush this workout. I'll let you guys know. Thank you for hanging out. Thank you to Manny. Bye-bye.